Welcome to Whole Complete Self Podcast, where we teach people how to live a joyful life. We are so happy that you came to join us today. My name is Candace Miller, and I am the host of Whole Complete Self Podcast. I am happy to share with you today our podcast, which is Choosing Joy. This is something I'm really passionate about. I've spent the last 20 years researching joy, and I really feel like I have come up with something that can help you find joy in your life. I want to read to you a quote by Henry Nouwen. It says, Joy does not simply happen to us. We have to choose joy and keep choosing joy every day. So what does that even mean to choose joy? What even is joy? You think a lot about happiness and maybe happiness and joy are synonyms, right? But they're not, actually. Joy is something very, very more deeply significant. Anyone can have happiness. I often say happiness is easy. Joy is hard. I want you to think about just for a moment that I want you to have happiness, but I want you to have long lasting happiness. And that is what I call joy. That is my definition of joy is long lasting happiness and peace. I'm excited to tell you that today I'm going to share with you my research. All of the information that I have gathered over the last 20 years with you as to how I came to find joy and how you can too. Do you remember how I said earlier that happiness is easy and joy is hard? Joy is something that you literally have to work at, just like maybe staying in shape, how you might have to exercise and put clean things into your body. It's the same thing with joy. It's built on daily principles. I have come up with five principles for joyful living. Principle number one, self-awareness and education. Principle number two, faith. Principle number three, connection. Principle number four, finding your passion. And principle number five, giving back. I want to break these principles down and help you understand how to apply them into your life. The first principle of self-awareness and education. I want to ask you, how self-aware are you? This is one of the hardest steps of joyful living, is being totally honest with ourselves. I have to be honest, the first part of my adult life, I was not self-aware. I lived in a lot of denial, and it really affected my relationships. So this was a hard lesson for me to learn. One of the things that I struggle with is bipolar disorder. And from the time I was a young adult, I know I had, I knew I had some form of mental illness, um, I wasn't really sure what it was, but I knew it deeply affected me. And as I got into my 30s, I started noticing how much it was affecting my relationships and those around me, and that I couldn't ignore what was happening anymore and have a sweet husband that stood by my side the whole time. Um, but that was one of the really painful pieces that I had to acknowledge to be, uh, to have joy and to help others around me have joy is to acknowledge my mental illness and to do something about it. Um, and then there was that education piece about it. You know, I went to counseling for a while about it. I had to go to physicians for medication. But self-awareness and education is not 
about mental illness, so to say. It's, it's about who you are and where you are. We all have our own strengths and weaknesses. And it's about learning about ourselves for the purpose of enhancing our relationships with other people and also continuing to grow and change and become better. There's so many tools out there to help us be better. Just those of you who are listening to this podcast are people who are striving to be better than you are. And um, there's things that I've done. I've done counseling. Um, I've also done coaching, which has been very interesting. I liked that a lot as well. And I'm training to be a coach right now. I'm really excited about that. Um, There's so many podcasts, so many self-help books, so many things out there. I love Jodi Moore. She's one of my favorite coaches who also has a podcast, Better Than Happy. But it is so important that we have this introspection and this learning, constant learning about ourselves because we are what we attract And if we want to attract joy, and if we want to attract positivity, then we have to be that. The second principle of joyful living is faith. When I speak of faith, I don't necessarily mean religion. I'm speaking of spirituality in the sense that you have faith in something greater than yourself, in God or a higher power that can guide you and help you through your decision-making processes of life. For me, having faith has been everything to having joy. I believe that your faith can be whatever you need it to be. It needs to be something safe for you. It needs to be something that you feel like you connect. But for me, open, honest prayer with God has changed my life. During those times where I've been really, really in a deep, dark place, And I had no one really to tell me what to do or where to go about it. It was prayer. It was those answers to prayer that showed me the path. And the path wasn't easy. The path was a joyful path. It was a hard path. It was a path of you're going to have to go to counseling. You're going to have to go to a doctor. You're going to have to go to marriage counseling now because (laughs) your disorder has been hard on your marriage too. But throughout my life, having that faith has been huge for me. And I think when you hear the word faith, not you, but when people hear the word faith, if they're not super religious, they shy away from it a little bit. And again, I just, I just want to say that it, it can be what you need it to be. It doesn't have to be what someone else tells you it is. It can be the safe space between you and God where he is helping you in this wonderful, beautiful way, direct your life so you don't have to do it by yourself. He's showing you the joyful path. And again, it's not always an easy one, but at the end of it all, and you look back, it was the right one. And so when I speak of joyful living, and a lot of times when I am reading about coaching, they say, well, don't bring religion into it. Don't bring faith into it. And I'm not a holy roller, definitely not. But I can't promise someone joy without having faith. Principle three of joyful living is connection. How can we have joy without having connection? 
having human connection, having connection with God. Connection isn't easy for me. I don't make friends really easy. And we've actually moved around a ton in our lives. In my adult life, we've moved every two to three years. But it's so vital for us to have that connection. The most important connections that we have are the connections with our family, with our spouses, and with our children. I want you to understand for a moment just that there is a priority list of connections here. That the friends that you have will probably come and go. Even as adults, very few people have friends for life. And if you do, that's amazing and that's great. But your children and your spouse will be there forever. Treat those people with the most kindness and respect. So when your children are older, they're your built-in best friends. They're going to be with you forever. It's so wonderful when we get friends that come our way that we connect with. They're just a blessing, I think. I feel like being an adult, I'm so busy and it's hard to find things that I have in common with other people. And so when I do have a friend come along, I'm so grateful. It's important that we make time for people and that we continue to build those connections because they are part of our long-term joy. You know, it's interesting. I worked at the nursing home for a while. And I remember one guy saying to me, I wish I had more children. <laughs> you know, and then rewind to the people I'm talking to in their 20s and 30s who are saying, I don't think I want any kids. And this isn't me advising you on your family and how many children you should and shouldn't have. But what I'm saying is the most important thing on this joyous journey and at the end of the journey is the people that are around you. And quite frankly, I think when you're old, you never regret having more kids. <laughs> At least that's the joke I've been told. Work on the relationships around you. Make time for people. But also, for your short-term happiness, make sure that you understand not to allow toxic people in your life. Make sure that you understand that God does not want you to have toxic people in your life. Make sure that you understand if, if a person is around you and with you and you don't feel good, you don't have to be with that person or you can limit the amount of time you have with that person. Relationships are key to joy. The next principle of joyful living is finding your passion. Do you do things every day that make you happy? Do you have hobbies is your job your passion? Do you love to go to work? I have a friend that's a nurse and it is just her passion. She just loves that. She feels like that is who she was designed to be. What is your passion? My husband is, a, he's, uh, gosh, he's going to kill me now that I can't remember. He lifts heavy things and then he competes. What is that? A, not a bodybuilder. Anyway, that's what he does for his passion. And for me, my passion is this, the podcast, me doing my Instagram. But more than anything, before I started doing this, we lived in Chicago. And I just had this passion for sick and underprivileged kids. Um, and it seems like my passion kind of ebbs and flows throughout the years. It changes. But for a couple of years, I was able to 
volunteer through the Children's Hospital, and it's called the Child Life Volunteer. And basically what you get to do is you get to go in their rooms with them and you get to play with them. And there actually is this really cool playroom on the pediatric floor. And you get to go and you just get to play with them and give their parents a break and try to distract them from their illness. And this for two years was my passion. I loved it. I did it every week. And I just loved seeing these kids' faces light up when I went into their room. And you know what? Like I said before, with my mental illness, sometimes I can be a little down. It would always just bring me up and give me this perspective of like, my life is great. You know, you look at these sick kids and their parents and you're thinking, I have nothing to complain about. So what is your passion? Because if you're not living a passion, you're going to have a hard time finding short-term happiness and long-term joy. There is something inside of you something that you're good at. What is that for you? The last principle I want to talk about for joyful living is giving back. What does that mean, giving back? I'm not necessarily talking about community service. What I am talking about, though, is when you give to somebody less fortunate than yourself, when you're able to give to an organization, to give of your time, your money, your talents, when you give, there's a universal law that you also receive in return. I personally believe that this is something that we're held accountable to. I feel like we're supposed to give to each other, not in a way of enabling each other, right? And not in a way of like, I'm so busy, I've worked 60 hours, I'm not gonna go do a service project, right? There's a healthy way to do this. But giving back, has a way of feeding your soul and giving you that long-term joy. A couple of things that we've done as a family, um, you know, my, my kids have always kind of grown up in a, a wealthier environment. We're not wealthy, but, you know, they have all the nice things. And I've always wanted them to see a different perspective. And every year, with the exception of COVID, we've gone to a homeless shelter and we've helped serve food during the holidays. Um, some other things we've done as a family, we've visited nursing homes. Um, I, I really personally love like old people and I love kids. And so normally our service projects are around that and we do them once or twice a year. It's no big deal. It's nothing really stressful. We also like to do feed my starving children every once in a while, once in a while. Um, we also are members of a church where we pay a tithe. So I do feel that having a joyful life, there is a giving piece to it. And it, it's flexible. It has to be what feels comfortable to you. Because I know there's some strong opinions around this. It has to be what feels good to you. But I do believe it's a, a key piece to joyful living. So to sum it up, today we were able to talk about principles that help us have a joyful life. I hope that these were all very helpful things for you. These principles have helped me so much in my life, and I practice them every day, and I invite you to do so as well. I'm Candace Miller, and I'm so happy that I was able to be with you today. Thank you for joining Whole Complete Self Podcast, where we help you have a joyful life. 
Have a great day and we'll see you next time.